As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy or JAC. I am Jack Allen coming at you with a last minute show guest, John Brisham from We've Read the Documents. That's my Alex Jones impression that I am required to do anytime I have John on. Please go uh, follow John at weave underscore red. And then also, if you want to support Kojak, I got a Venmo and Patreon at Conspiracy or JAC. And I'll probably have to change those at some point because I'm trying to make it all uniformed and trying to recover since I was booted off Twitter. But uh, today we talk about Alexander Dugan, Putin, crypto. I'm trying to think what else we talked about. A few other things, but Dugan was the big topic He's been all in the news. I know he's like a political theorist. And John explains all about him. I had some preconceived, incorrect notions about Alexander Dugan. So John helped clear those up. As always, the man knows everything about anybody. And uh, I'm honored to have him on the show. So again, go support John at We've Read, We've underscore Red. And he's on YouTube, We've Read the Documents. And uh, if you want to support my show, Venmo, Patreon, um, yeah, and uh, go follow me at Kojak Podcast. I am on Twitter and Instagram, pretty uh, active. I post all the time, so uh, you can go follow me there. Thanks for listening, guys. I got another show tomorrow with Matt from the Great Deception Podcast. Matt is an awesome dude. It's a big week of shows, so uh, I hope you, you guys have some spare time to catch a few of them. And that's it. All right, guys, I'm Jack Allen, Conspiracy or JAC. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. God bless. And I love you all. Peace. All right. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. I am Jack Allen. Today, I have a lifesaver, a man that I'm pretty sure, I'm not, I can't say this is 100% fact, has a photographic memory, or at least pretty close to one, my friend, John, from We've Read the Documents. John, thank you for, for coming on the show, dude. I'm glad to be here, Jack, as always. Thank you for having me on Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. Uh, we are cat dads, after all, so we're part of the cat yes. daddy crew. Uh, odd man's part of that as well. Uh, so, it's a good group. You know, so, so is Conspiracy Kyle. Yeah. Yep. Conspiracy so the first I, cat dad I think too. I saw a meme. Yeah. It was like, you either uh, have to vape or have cats to be a podcaster. And I think that's pretty close to true. You know, like, I don't vape, be a, so yeah. I have cats. So, so there you go, dude. There you go. But uh, so I thanks for doing this, John, because I know it's last minute. And uh, I I remember I, I'm bringing this up because so on Twitter, I think you posted something about Dugan and I've seen stuff about Dugan. So ex I guess explain because, you know, the little I know of him, he seems to be like an accelerationist. And uh, yeah, so please like I, you educate me on what this guy believes because he clearly is having a lot of effect on what's going on in Russia right now. Yeah. Okay. So I came across Dugan uh, many years ago. I used to uh, um, 
watch Alex Jones more often than I did, especially during you know 2016 election where I fell back in watching Alex Jones. But before then, I thought Alex Jones was a snake, obviously, and in on it, but I couldn't tell to what degree because he wouldn't mention Israel. Right. You know, but right. I brought back in with the Trump uh, uh, madness uh, that, you know, so I started listening to him again. And Alexander Dugan showed up on, on you know, InfoWars. Um, no, and I was he like, was on InfoWars? Yes, he was. Yes. No uh, way. So I, so I was like, oh, who's this guy? And as he comes in there and he's like, you know, and I felt, I mean, I felt for the lie. You know, I, I thought Putin was a, a, a good man. You know, I felt for that, you know, Russia was um, more free. You know, RT, you know, talked about uh, the truth of 9 11 or the so called truth of 9 11, you know, and, and so, yeah, I fell for it, you know, you know, for a lot, you know, Jeff Rents. I used to listen to Jeff Rents for a long time. Uh, and he used to, um, you know, have people on like CMP Joel Skousen. And Joel was actually against Russia, interestingly enough. But most people that were on there were very much pro-Russian, pro-Dugan, you know. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I I fell for that lie, you know. So I would, um, I you know, I, I Dugan, when you listen to him, you know, when you listen to him, He's talking a lot about things that you would you would kind of uh, kind of um, say go along with like traditional conservatism, right? Because he talks about right. traditionalism. You know, traditionalism isn't really what you think it is either, as far as like traditions. You know, like the traditions of our forefathers or like conservative beliefs. You know, or Christian. You know, mainly Christian beliefs. You know, rooted in the Ten Commandments rooted in the commandments that Jesus Christ had given us, you know, love God with all your heart and have faith and trust in him and love your neighbor as yourself, you know, right? So right. that's kind of like what you would say that modern Western civilization has been built upon. And so, you know, when you're, when he's, when he's talking about this stuff, he's talking about the ilks of liberalism and the ilks of um, uh, kind of like they call it like the, 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 the sea powers uh, kind of like he has a kind of this Atlantean, uh, kind of almost like a Lantian Lumerian dichotomy going on with the sea powers okay. versus the land powers type aspect, you know, in Russia ah. representing of traditional tradition and uh, modernity. So they're kind of like a, like a, like a land power and, you know, kind of the West is more of like your Atlantic uh, seafaring power, more liberal ideas, libertine uh, type aspects, you know, more uh, individualism uh, where the Russian ideal is more of a collective uh, so it's kind of like, kind of, kind of, kind of like those, again, it's a, it's a kind of a polarity and you see that a lot in Freemasonry and mystery Babylon, you know, Satan likes to, to bring those, you know, polarity aspects, uh, up, right. Likes to boil it down to those, you know, you get that with modern day, you know, raw, raw go team. Right. So it's right. currently right now it's, Oh, if you don't support Zelensky, you support Putin or, or if you don't support Putin, you support Zelensky, and it's like, well, no, they're both evil, in my opinion. Right. Uh, you know, so it's or if you know, oh, like when they ask me, they're like, you don't like Biden? No. Oh, you must like Trump? No. Uh, so it's it's kind of how it is. So Dugan kind of acts like he, you know, like when you listen to him, and you yourself, you know, you talked about on Twitter, and it was the same with me. You know, like listening to him, you're kind of like. Well, yeah, there's some things he, he some things he says I kind of agree with, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, there is an issue of, you know, what we look at as like libertinism, you know, do it thou wilt, you know, that's a problem in the West, but it's a problem in Russia too. It's a problem. It's, the Bible teaches this is a worldwide problem, you know, and, and, and so kind of, you know, if you, if you look behind, if you like, if you study who Dugan is, where he came from, what he stands for. If you really start reading a lot of his works, then you start really understanding that he's a civil fork tongue devil embodiment of the spirit of Antichrist. All right. Like, damn, now might, that's a he, criticism. He might say certain things that you, it's like Tucker Carlson, you know, they kind of like Doug. I always talk about on my show, a lot of these people, they dog whistle to conservatives, right? They're like, you know, whistling like, here, boy, you know, here, boy. And you're like, oh, oh, OK. okay. So they say they say certain stuff and you're like, well, well, yeah. And, and then they they either don't follow through and they stop or then they say something that isn't true. And then you're like, well, wait, what? You know, so that's I mean, it's like Alex Jones, you know, Alex Jones still to this day still tells truths, some truths about the globalists, right? But right. it's not what he doesn't talk about the CMP or Lost or Kell. He doesn't talk about the other uh, wing of, of, of the eagle. You know, he only says, look at this side, don't look at this side, you know. So it's kind of like, well, well, 
Okay, okay, so so that's how you're gonna frame it, right? You're gonna fr- and so Dugan, like you know, so us being more on the cons- you know conservative, you know, us believing more, you know, being Christians. Dugan claims he's an old one, which is kind of like this old orth- Russian Orthodox. It's, it's not true. Okay. Uh, and so so he kind of like he tries to frame it in he tries he, he he tries to frame it specifically to white christian males okay from mm-hmm. what i've seen it kind of like kind of like how he wants to frame stuff and so he kind of wants to tell people what they want to hear like a snake you know like donald trump could be i mean donald trump would read the snake poem right and say well i'm just reading it because it's about illegal immigration but in reality no it's not it's about donald trump being a snake you know and so i'm, I'm pretty sure you've heard the snake poem right you i actually it just heard it i think it was from you like our la- our show two times ago and then i pulled it up but for anyone it's a poem about a snake right and he, he yeah. said it was a, a woman letting crazy. a snake in you know snake's injured she heals the snake back the snake bites her and kills her her heart you know she's dying you know from the poison and she's like why did you do that i i got you well and i protected you and everything and he's like what do you think i'm a snake you know so the, it's just That's like the, so. the scorpion and the frog story same you know? thing it's just a retelling okay. of that okay you yeah. know got so it. so so Dugan, you could look at him the same way as you can look at all these people where, look, I mean, as as being conservatives and some people maybe who is liberal, maybe would not necessarily agree with this completely. But I mean, who doesn't like, you know, nuclear families and tradition and, 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 and you know, a husband and a wife and and, you know, good Christian morality, you know, Dave like, Rubin doesn't like that. Well, well of, course, of course he doesn't. I mean, he's homosexual male who. <laughs> That's the best conservatism has to offer, right? Uh, you know, see, it's, it's, it's him having uh, adopting kids, you know, that's yeah. the best. And you have, you know, you see and P Prager U, you know, good old Zionist David uh, Prager and Prager U congratulating him on that. Good job, Dave. Good job. I you saw, know, and it's like, wait, what don't you think marriage is between a man and a woman? Like I'm, I'm confused about this because biblically that's what it is, and I'm a little confused, but it, whatever. So, um, but yeah, you saw that. I'm pretty sure that yes. was on Twitter, which yeah. was justifiable. I mean, even I I mean. I'm agreeing with Mark Dice more and more these days. What's what's up with me? What's going on? Like I know Mark Dice ain't our guy, but I'm yeah. like, what's happening here? You know, like more and more, he's he's going after Elon Musk. He's he's going after Prager U and the false conservatives. I mean, if he starts mentioning the CMP, I'm gonna fall out of my chair. All right. So uh, you know, so but I guess to go back to Dugan is, I guess a lot of my way is look. Dugan was part of the, it was was a head of you know head of Russian uh, National Bolshevik Party. OK, like he 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 was uh, yeah. he, 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 he I've covered on my channel. You can watch the videos I did with S90. We're going to do a third video on Dugan. He, he, there's a video where he's really reading a poem about his admiration for uh, Aleister Crowley. All right. No As way. these, you know, naked Russian dudes, half naked Russian dudes are like spinning on like these spinning circles that are have like fireworks attached to them, like sparklers. And they're, they're being crucified on crosses. You know, that spin. It's like the weirdest, occultest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. You know, and most people be like, well, Duke, just tried to be a tryhard. And I'm like, have you have you ever listened to the man talk? Like, have you ever read like the man? I don't know is, what like, you're not... trying with that. That's a he's talking. He's talking, but like, like well, you know, he's talking when he talks. He talks speaks out of both sides of his mouth. You know, the Bible talks about that. You know, he's just, uh, so like he'll, he'll tell you one thing, but in reality, he's, he's there's something he's holding back. You know, and so he, I mean, he 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 used to idolize uh, true Nazism. You know, I'm not trying to be like everybody's Hitler and everybody's right. a Nazi that the like left likes to push, but. You know, he did, you know, I mean, he did idolize Nazism. He idolized, which is weird because he also idolized Bolshevikism. So it's like, well, that's, he, that's very he, confusing. He, yeah. He goes back and forth about it, you know, but however, I will say in, in, in his most recent book, The Great Awakening versus The Great Reset, or The Great Reset versus The Great Awakening, might have inverse the title, uh, which is very interesting, uh, you know, from us looking at it from a uh, prophetic Christian standpoint, you know, it does seem like The Great Reset is leading to the false Great Awakening. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dugan talks about in that book about his love of Bolshevikism and his hatred for Protestantism. Um, and he discusses his love uh, for Xi Jinping and how Xi Jinping is fighting the world order. And so is uh, Erdogan of Turkey, you know? So, uh, and, I mean, Russia's, you know, major tied in with China, uh, right. Belt Road Initiative, you know, One Belt, One Road. So it, it shouldn't caught anybody by surprise there that Dugan is completely a stand for Xi Jinping in, in communist China. And he has a love for communism. I mean, he has a love for Bolshevikism. I mean, he discusses on multiple occasions um, 
you know, and he doesn't do this when he talks to the white Christian male audience. You know, okay. it's like to them, he's all like tradition and Christian values. And like, I mean, he sounds like most of your conservative con jobs, but he's just, you know, how they put on their suits. And, you know, right. Ted Cruz is talking about all this stuff, but Ted Cruz doesn't believe or follow any of that stuff, no. you know? So, so it's the same with Dugan is that, you know, Dugan puts on a suit depending on who he's talking to. All right. And so, you know, when he, when he's talking in front of, you know, people like you and I, you know, he'll, he'll say all this stuff, but in reality, in the back, he's like, well, I like the Bolsheviks and I hate the white Christian czars. And I'm, I believe that, you know, you know, Russia is a Eurasian country. Well, it's more Asian than it is Europe or European. So, you know, secretly he, he really hates white people and he hates Christian white people above all. Okay. So, you know, he looks at us as kind of being, you know, you and I, um, as being, even though, cause, cause we are white. And because we're Christian, we're automatically thrown into the uh, the Atlantean Sea Empire, you know, libertine camp, right? Because that's right. just who we are, and we don't know any better, Gordon. You know, and he literally—I remember in one podcast, and I covered this on my channel—he literally blames. He's like blaming like Pizzagate and like all the corruption of the elite, just like everything, on white males in their basement. And I'm like, dude, look, like. Okay, first of all, how, how is the world is a, is, a, is a Russian man, okay, going to blame American basement dweller, you know, <laughs> teenage boys, okay, that the stuff that was happening during pizza game, I won't say much more, I hope this doesn't get you a strike, you know, because Alaphonsus has been on the warpath, <laughs> it, it is their fault, okay, it's like how, what, it's like, dude, like, look, I get it, like, as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Men should be men, you know, and we should actually, you know, as Christians, we're called to 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 call out, you know, the, the principalities of darkness and expose the the, the deeds, the evil deeds that are done in the dark, you know, bring it to light, you know. Mm -hmm. But to sit here and be like, well, a 16 year old in their basement playing Destiny 2, it's their problem. There's elite institutionalized pedophilia throughout the world. Yeah, that makes it's no just sense. insanity to me. Right. Yeah, that makes no so, sense. So, I mean, that's who Dugan really truly is. And they try to do the campaign of white man come home. This used to be really big in the white nationalist circles. You know, white man come home to Mother Russia. Come, come home to Mother Russia. And it was like, okay, like... Don't go back to the country of your ancestry. I mean, I'm French and Scottish, right? So don't right. go back to Scotland. Don't go back to France. Come to Russia. But then once you get to Russia, oh, let's push you into kind of CIA, you know, world order funded, you know, like the, you know, like the order, you know, like white nationalist like type groups, right? You know, let's radicalize you and push you into these type of things. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's what this whole thing is. You know, it's just to entrap us, you know, it, it, so it's it, it's it's I don't see how anybody could ever once you start really digging into Dugan and you start really getting down to the bottom of what he's saying. I mean, behind the mask, once you, you know, the facade of, you know, Dugan drops away because he is, in my opinion, just as much as you could say Rasputin was the traitor to the czars. OK, uh, he's Dugan is known as Putin's Rasputin. 
So he that I mean that's what he's known as, and he's known as a major political advisor to Dugan. Now a lot of people will uh will uh you know play that down. However, you know, Dugan comes out and gives a speech, you know, about the Ukrainian invasion, right? And he's like, I told y'all, I told you it was going to happen, and this is how it's going to happen. And, you know, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, you know, but he's right. pretty much like, you know, we'll, 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 you know, me and my friend Jesse Spots were talking about this earlier, you know, and, you know, ha- you know hats off to Jesse. He's been exposed to Dugan for years, you know, and, and, and he's just sitting there. He's like, I got, we got nukes. We got nukes. We got nukes, you know, but, but Putin's got nukes. He sure's got nukes, you guys, you know, and it's like, oh, that's what this is. And then he goes, you know, well, 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 well I sat down with uh, with Zibnu Brzezinski and he's like, you know, move the chess pieces, you know, and a lot of people say I took that clip out of context. And I mean, look, Dukin goes and meets with Zibnu Brzezinski. He flies from Russia to D.C., okay, to meet with Zibnu right before Zibnu passes away, all right? Okay. He does this massive photo op and all that. And then and, and then now, now some people will say, well, Zibnu was for American Eurasianism. And Dugan, he's for, you know, Russian you know, Eurasianism, you know. And there's a difference between the two. And it's like, oh, so there isn't one world order, okay? Because remember— Dugan wants a multipolar world, okay? So that's a, where you have a world of different countries jockeying for power, okay? okay? Where right now, we live in a unipolar world, or at least the facade of a unipolar world, and we have for a long time, where you've always had one dominant country. You know, before the United States, it was Britain. You know, the world reserve currency, as you well know, Jack, was, was the British pound, you know? And now it's the United States petrodollar. Okay, so United, and so there are some benefits as American citizens. We can't sit here and say that there's not, and I'm not going to say that I'm I'm completely ecstatic about it because it is off the blood and sweat of other people throughout the globe. Okay, mm-hmm. like you do have to have some, you know, some acknowledgement. You know, I mean, is it's kind of like a thing. You can acknowledge it, and and you feel bad about it. You can try to do things to kind of go against it, but you never could have completely. It's nothing we can completely escape. So there is some benefit for us being number one. There is a, right. a, a benefit for America to be the world's police, for us to have the world's reserve currency. Okay. I'm not excusing all the horrific things that America's done and the world elite have done for the appearance of America to be the top dog. Okay. I'm not saying that at all, but as Americans, we do have to realize that there does come with a certain amount of privilege that I would say that most Americans probably would not want to give up to live in a multipolar world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I a lot of Americans are, a lot of Americans are sitting here being, I mean, you can even ask the ones who, you know, are in our circle, our group, you know, uh, of conspiracy researchers, you know, it'd be like, you know, do you want to live in a multipolar world where countries are jockeying for power and the United States gets its comeuppance? Or would you rather, you know, us, the world still be led by the United States? Most people, if they really honestly, you know, reflect upon themselves and they live in the United States, they're going to push for the United States unipolar world. Okay? Right. Absolutely. Because you benefit out of it. All right. Yeah. Let's be real. We're selfish, yeah. greedy people fallen creatures okay and i'm not saying it's the best outcome but as christians we know that the world doesn't get better until christ comes it gets worse Mm -hmm. so it is what it is and it doesn't stop us from calling it out either you and i are not going to stop calling out the corruption of our own country and hope that things do improve you know but it's just it's kind of like you have to think of these multiple positions in your head and kind of juggle them and it can be quite difficult you know because I, you know, I'm not saying that we don't bring the sins of our, you know, of the elite of our country to light. We do, but we still have to realize that even in doing so, it does weaken weaken the position of the United States too. That's you a know? good point. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a means to an end. I hate to put it that way, but that's what it is. You know. So I mean, Dugan, and then Dugan just like me and Jesse were talking about. He just has a lot of buzzwords. He just says a lot of stuff and. You know, he talks about, you know, multipolar world and unipolar world, all right, you know, constantly. And does he uh, focus like on a Russia, a Russian superiority kind of angle? Yes. Even though he claims about a multipolar world, he really wants Russia to be superior to unipolar world that Russia controls. I mean, it's obvious. Because this kind of sounds like it's not the same, obviously, but it sounds like a Fermenko-esque backstory. Yeah, you know what I, and if anyone doesn't, yeah. Fermenko's Fermenko's new chronology, which is right. very Russian heavy. 
Yes, you know? Fermenko. So Fermenko wrote all the Tartaria books, or yep. one of the first people. But his, all oh, I've read a few of them, and they're all like pro-Russian. Russians did that. That was their empire. It was uh, their technology, their buildings, and it was the Romanovs who brought it down, and they all worked together to bring down this Russian-centric uh, global empire. So it just sounds yeah. kind of similar, especially this. Dugan talks about like Atlantis and and things like it sounds like eerily similar to uh, Fermenko's work. Yeah, and I think there's a tie-in with that too as well. I think the Tataria, and I've had uh, I've had um, uh, uh, Weber Croy on to discuss mm -hmm. how we both believe that the Tataria narrative is satanic, just like the Atlantean narrative, and it's complete hogwash. You know, I don't I don't believe in it at all. Um, and I think it's pushed to kind of give Russia the superiority aspect that they were once a technologically advanced civilization. It's the same stuff that's told by the, you know, by the Atlanteans, Lumeria, you know, it's, it's, a, it's the same lie. This is just gussied up for modern times, you know, mm. um, and it's very new age, you know, and you can right. say it has its roots going back to mystery Babylon. Um, and, you know, so every, every year, you know, hyperborea, you know how you have hyperborea for, for theosophy, you know. So I mean, you know, it all it's, it's it's just retold again and again and again, you know. Yeah. And 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 it goes against the biblical narrative, you know. It really does. And and I I don't I completely reject it now. I yeah. mean, I I used to flirt with Tartaria many years ago when I was a Gnostic, but now look, it's 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 completely bullcrap. Um, I'm actually. I'm actually questioning the government really has technology so far. It's either they do have technology as 50 or 60 years in advance, mm -hmm. or they really don't. Their technology is only a handful of years in advance, which Christopher Knowles, though I am not a fan of Chris so much, uh, I will say that he, I think he is accurate with uh, Lucifer's technologies in that regard. I have to agree with him. But I do believe that it is quite possible that the government's technology is only at most five to 10 years in advance of that. And there's been diminishing return, re, re, returns since they kind of gotten the fallen agent fallen angel technology from the Babylon working ritual uh, with uh, Parsons and, and Hubbard. Wow. So you're, yeah. I don't know if I've, I've seen, I've listened to him. I follow him on Twitter. So is that his theory that that Babylon working ritual is what brought somewhat? This, yes. This... Somewhat. Yes. Other people have talked about it too. Okay. So that that's interesting though, because you're right. Like that thinking about the technology, I used to always say, I, after reading a Jim Mars's books and stuff, mm -hmm. you hear like this technology that's so far advanced and it's easy to believe that. But then the further I get like now, like, so if they have this, if they're 50 years ahead, I mean, there would be no dissent. There would be no dissidents. Um, I don't, it, it's just hard to fathom that much power. It would be able to change the world like if they could implement a total control they would do that in a heartbeat like there would be no yeah yeah you know like why would they wait 50 years to if you have a sure win you're not gonna say well let's let's hold off you know let's let's see what happens and if we have to we'll use it you know like you would you would go for the kill shot immediately in my opinion i would yeah yeah i mean you're right i i I do think in some aspects they do have advanced technology. Like it's weird. Like there's there's some things that I believe that they that they do, that they do possibly have. Uh, I do think that they. I think certain. Okay, so the way I look at it is, there is probably technology that's advanced that they don't tell us about. Okay, mm -hmm. like I do believe in, you know cloning exists to some degree. Okay, but at the same time, do I believe nuclear bombs are the way that they say they are either? You know, well I'm not so sure. You know because they're always you know, trying to scare us like it's a sort of Damocles that could wipe out all civilization, right? And I'm like, really? I mean, I'm not going to go as far as to say that, you know, some people will take it to the extreme and they'll be like, well, there are no issues with, you know, nuclear radiation and it's perfectly safe. And I'm like, no, I don't think it's, no, that, that's silly, you know. But, you know, I so I, it, I think it depends on the technology, I guess, to further kind of uh, refine what I'm trying to say. So you're telling um, me they don't have war, uh, teleportation technology that's sending Corey Good into into the base of Mars? No, I don't think they've ever. Actually, I don't think they've. Well, ever that's not what he says, John. So I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't ever think they've ever broken the Van Allen radiation belt or the firmament and called by <laughs> many different names. So so that's, a whole, that's a whole other discussion too, you know. <laughs> Uh, but we will get talked about conspiracy theories in, the, in that part. 
Um, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess in closing in, 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 in um, closing with Dugan, you know, one last thing that, that, yeah. um, Jesse and I mentioned too is, is, is Dugan's obsession with geopolitics. And that's, you could say it's the same obsession that people have that Stan Dugan, uh, like Alex Jones or, or, uh, or, or Jay Dyer. Jay Dyer talks about ge geopolitics a lot. Yes. Um, and Jay Dyer's interviewed Dugan multiple times. And when I asked Jay, I said, Hey, you know, uh, you kind of, you know, platform boosted Dugan to the world, you know, and you know what he stands for now. Right. So, but you kind of want to walk that back, you know, maybe interview yeah. him another time and really stick it to him. And, and Jay's response was, was, well, well, well why is it my job? And it's like, well, why is it your job? You know, it's like, you had him on a few times. You 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 praise of how great he was, and then well, what do you mean? Why is it your job? Damn, you I know? had no idea he had him on his show. Mm -hmm. There's there's at least two, possibly th maybe wow. three, at least two interviews of Dugan and Dyer together. Um, and so you know, I, I there's just a, there's just a, just obsession with just geopolitics but in a way so that you can't have really have a discussion between nationalism versus bolshevism bolshevikism um as jesse and i talked about and you know jesse brought up that point and he's right because you know dugan appears on paper to fight for traditionalism and nationalism right but mm -hmm. he's a bolshevik those are supposed to be polarity ideologies right of communism, Bolshevism and national socialism. Yes. But are they, you know, so it's like, it's very, with Dugan, things aren't as always easy as you think they are on the surface. You know, he's a very complex man and he's definitely not our guy. Um, <laughs> and I really don't know. Cause, cause you know, Dugan and, um, uh, Dugan and, um, uh, what's wrong? Oh, Bannon, Bannon, uh, Dugan and, and CMP Stephen K. Bannon, they kind of had like this friend, friendly relationship with each other, you know, and yeah. they both had the same theosophical, you know, or, you know, loves like Julius Evola, you know, and so they kind of like, you know, these traditionalists, these, these, you know, theosophists, these mystery Babylon type people, you know, whatever you want to call them. And so they kind of had like these esoteric love of these certain people. They, they felt the common, uh, common you know belief in them and so now however at least i don't know if it's kayfabe you know using a wrestling term or not i don't know if it's all the world's a stage i don't you know? what's that word kayfabe uh something's fake in wrestling you know uh, they're trying to act like it's real okay know? so you know now bannon hates dugan because he thinks that dugan's completely in bed with the chinese completely in bed with xi jinping which he is and Bannon seems like he's anti Xi Jinping and anti China and everything. So there's that aspect of that kind of feud that's going on. And then on top of that, where's I need to? I was talking to Jesse about this. I need to. We need to check back in with 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 uh, Alex Jones because Alex Jones is very much anti. You know communism at least on paper right. even though i think he's a baby and socialist anti um uh you know the communist chinese party anti xi jinping the dry comps but he's pro putin and pro pro russia but russia is allied with as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No China. So if it's all the Chaicoms and the Chaicoms were involved with the Epstein Nexus, Nexus and Mur- murder Jeffrey Epstein, according to Alex Jones, which is one of the most ludicrous things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Um... I don't know what he's going to say. He's kind of batting himself into a corner. Yeah. You know? So I don't even know if he's addressing it recently. So. Yeah. I watched zero Alex Jones, except for the short clips that I see on the, but it's, it's just weird that this, it all. so what's your take on this? So I like, you've gotten a odd man and I, we were on, we did a show on this, but it, do you think that I, like my personal opinion, it's all like a fake fight, like Russia and, and it's all controlled by these same bankers, like these globalist people. And I, it, I just like how I always bring up the example, Edward Harriman was the whatever, like attache or trade guy going to Soviets. He was funneling them money, giving them technology. Then he'd come back to America and be like, the Soviets are building. We got to ramp up our military because they're building, even though he's, they're giving them the money, you know? So, and just like how wall street funded the Bolsheviks, like, is there an actual, is this just WWE, this fight between America and the rest of the world? Is it just distraction or what? just excuse to make money? I have no idea. I'm, I mean, I would assume so, as most things are planned, right? It depends. I mean, I would say t- t- to some degree, it, it would appear that way with the propaganda that's on all sides. I mean, right now, if you're looking at the American propaganda, uh Putin's going to be overthrown by the Russian citizens any day now for messing up the war, you know, I mean, mm. but then again, if you're listening to Russia, uh, they've surrounded Kiev and Zelensky's about to die if he doesn't surrender or concede. So which one is it? It's almost yeah. like Schrodinger's World War Three, you know, where it's who knows, you know, without looking, without truly being there or, or being a fly on the wall at the talks of the elite who, you know, who knows who's right you know who, who knows what's going on yeah. um and i mean it's i mean i guess to circle back with with Dugan real quick to talk about that is is everybody's talking about is what they just got talking about too is everybody everybody's talking about you know Zelensky is they're, they're, they're gonna kill him or, or even they're talking about putin you know they're talking about assassins killing putin you know dugan just sits down giving this interview and he's not wearing like a, a bulletproof vest or yeah he's just it's just like you and i talking you know, and so we're in the middle of World War Three, and if Dugan is, you know, told as by the West, and I believe this to be true, well, I do think he has, you know, some people will say he doesn't have as much political power as I think he does, but I think he does I have have quite a bit. Um, you know, they'll sit they'll sit down and be like, you know, why does he just seem like he's not in he's not doing any defensive measures to protect himself? Like they're mm-hmm. they're making it seem like he is the dude behind. Putin. He is the dude puppeting Putin. And it's like he's just strolling in, you know, like Zelensky, every time you see videos of him, he's at least as the actor putting on some sort of like, you know, <laughs> body armor, right? You know, when he's doing his TikTok videos, you know, yes. so he's just an impression that things are going down, you know. And, and, and then, you know, Dugan gets on there and he just starts talking about geopolitics and everything. And again, you know, geopolitics, you take away because you think of the world, right? World politics, geopolitics, right? But then you take away, as you know, Jesse, I guess one last thing we're talking about, you take away, like, any speak of like a nation or, or, or nationalism or anything like that, right? Because then you're thinking of the world, even from Dugan's point of view, even if it's multi versus unipolar world, you're still thinking it from a globalist perspective. You're not thinking of it from an individual local community perspective, you know? So I, I don't know. Like, I mean, again, Dugan just gets out there and gives a press conference, yeah. you know? It's like, what? You know, like, you know, he gets out there, he lays it all out. He's like, well, you know, I'm moving the chess pieces for Brzezinski, but, you know, and I'm paraphrasing there, you know, and some people might say I might take a little bit of liberties of what he's saying. But in my opinion, what he's saying is, well, Brzezinski's dead. I'm moving the pieces. He told me to move the pieces of the grand chess board. And all of a sudden Putin comes over and he's like, let's have a friendly game, Dugan. Let's move the chess pieces together. Hmm. 
Hmm. So, I mean, could that be WWE? I don't know. I mean, can't talk about the biolabs. That's Russian Kremlin propaganda, grew propaganda, you know? Really? So, yeah, the, the, anytime you bring up the biolabs in Ukraine, well, oh, where did yeah. you, you learn that from Russia today? You know, I mean, yeah. it's like, it's like, what? You know, and so, I mean, the way I look at it is, is the elites of Ukraine are, in, are, are, are at fault. Putin and his elite and Russian oligarchs at a fault, whether it's the, 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 the Russian Jewish oligarchs or the mountain Jewish oligarchs or the Russian oligarchs, uh, you know, I mean, um, all these people are at a fault and they're using the world, the citizens of the world, okay, as just their fodder as they always have. Like, right. I, we, we were taught that all wars are bankster's wars. Is this war no different? You know, mm -hmm. so I mean, so so people like they want you to choose a team, they want you to choose red team, or they want you to choose blue team, and and I I, I just well, it's I also so the first time I heard about Dugan was uh, listening to I think Richard Spencer was on the kill stream, which is why I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'd say this oh, is why no. he used to translate Dugan's works. No you know? way. Yes, his Russian wife. I forgot her name. Maybe I know he was married to a Russian. Yeah, he he he. She used to translate Dugan's works to English, um, right. and was very much you know very much involved with Dugan. Uh, so maybe Richard dude. Spencer hates Russia so much now per se because he's so angry that he got divorced from his wife. So some okay. people were saying, I don't know if it's true. I think Richard Spencer's a dirtbag, very right. much connected to the you know the right wing of the world order. You know, I mean the national policy uh, was it National Policy Institute with Spencer? It was regularly funded. Regularly was very very much part of the Council for National Policy. Regular family was. And, and American Security Council, if you go back through the regular family history and the John Birch Society, you know. Okay. So. Well, I heard Richard, he, they called him a Duganist. And I didn't, I literally, I couldn't, I had no idea who that was until, and now it's just, it, it's just, and like, like uh, Dugan, how you're saying he seems to like flip flop on beliefs or like you're not, it's a kind of similar setup as Richard Spencer. He's like championing uh, the NATO and Ukraine and, it, these people that, like you said, to, to follow a leader, like they create these leaders. And if you they're successful, they have enough of a group audience that will follow them whichever way they go, even if they switch beliefs. So it's just it seems like, to my opinion, a lot of these people are created and platformed, just like you, you said. So you join this whatever team they want you to join. Yeah. So uh, Spencer's wife's name is Nina Koparanova. Um, and she, you know, if you look into her divorce with Spencer, I mean, she made, you know, claims that he was violent and wanted yeah. to break her nose. And, and I don't know how much those things are substantiated, even though there were witnesses that claimed that he was that way, even though Richard Spencer denies it. Um, and so, I mean, I mean, Richard Spencer, he's just, he's just, ugh. I mean, now you can't call him a Duganist because now he's for Ukraine. Yeah. You know? So he's like yeah. the opposite of uh, of what <laughs> you can't call him a Duganist anymore. At one time you could call him a Duganist, uh, <laughs> or you call him a Russophile, uh, but he is not one now. So I, I don't know. It's I don't know how much of it. It's, it's something that we're always going to have trouble with is how much of it is. <sighs> how much is if how much of it is is just psychological and spiritual warfare. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, I, I mean, I, I, one last thing I want to say is, yeah. is, is we have every right not to trust Russia. It's like, we have every right not to trust any government, including our own, you know? Mm -hmm. So why would anybody think that the Russian government is a safe haven for Caucasian Christian people or just people in general, or that the Russian media's RT is telling more truth um, then CNN or Fox did what? Because they talk about 9 11. Well, they didn't talk about Russians' involvement in 9 11, KGB's involvement in 9 Well, I guess it would be Guru's involvement in 9 11, but none of that, you know. I mean, Daniel Hopsickers, you know, talked about the Russia connections to 9 11 and stuff like Damn, that. They're there. I never heard about that. You know, so, so, I mean, you know, George, George and I from cabdev.org did a show about it uh, on my channel. 
Uh, so, so what? RT is not going to talk about Russia's connections to the world order to 9-11? Of course they're not. You know what I mean? Russia today is... I mean, let's be real. Russia today is literally the... You know, is Russian. Is the, Ameri is the Russian American equivalent of um, Radio Free America. Hmm. Radio Free America, CIA propaganda, Radio Free Europe, CIA, Radio Free ASL, CIA propaganda. Well, RT is Kremlin grew propaganda. Interesting. So what? They they what they they tell you a little bit more of the truth, do they? Do they? You know? And a lot of it is to destabilize the United States. There, there's truth to that. You know, when they're painting America as being the singular boogeyman for 9-11, well, that's bold. Because yeah. Israel was involved, Switzerland was involved, the elites, elites, not the people. Yeah. So the elites of Israel were involved, the elites of Switzerland were involved, the British crown was involved, uh, the Vatican was involved, uh, the elite Russians were involved. Uh, maybe if you could really track down some elite Chinese ties, I'm pretty sure they're there. You know, I mean, the Five Eyes country, you know, elites versions of them, you know, I mean. So, but for RT, it's America, 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 America bad. And it's like, well, yeah, the neocons and Project for New American Century, which half of it was CMP and half of it was CFR. Yeah, of course, they should be all held guilty and should be put on trial. And George, you know, W. Bush, like mostly every other president and Dick Cheney should be tried with war crimes, you know, but like so should you, your elites, too, you know, and so that's right. the problem. So. Well, yeah, it's funny, dude, like Nick Fuentes and these people they are all flocking to russia is like and i i've heard him on debates and he'll say stuff like well russia won't attack me for being a, a nationalist or whatever they support that or that's like his excuse for the you know that you'd have more freedom there to be him than if he was in america and that that and there is a lot of support behind that dude like i see the comments as i'm sure you do too on twitter mm -hmm. of how many people are backing russia and putin as this fighter against the the nwo and fighting against all these bankers and stuff like that and it it blows my mind because this they have oligarchs there you think that these that what they are good oligarchs like what how do you make this justification in your brain because there it's the similar situation maybe they're more nationalistic than america is there maybe but i i don't know i have no idea if they are or not and now we, as we discussed on my channel, when I told you to pick your favorite American oligarch, okay, uh, and you know Jesse Spots and Matthew North may rest in peace. You know we, we we've all done shows on this. I mean, we do have our favorite, uh, you know, brave New World Order of love and light. You know, oligarchs. You know, whether it's people think Elon Musk is going to save them or Peter Thiel or. Mike Lindell or Patrick Byrne or whoever. You know, I mean, we have Wait, our what's oligarchs. Your take on Patrick Byrne. He's running around with the Reawakening America tour and, and, and is connected with uh, the, the grifter and liar Torpsichore Lederman. Dude, you know, I, she's I, got a time machine. You know, I never, whatever. Valor, allegedly. What am I supposed to say? He you had know? that when he put that Shadowgate documentary out with what's the girl, Millie or something? Millie Weaver, yes. Yeah. The moment I looked at the people in that video, I was like, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't trust this guy to hold my wallet, dude. Like, what? He's, you're going to believe him? for whatever and i didn't even watch the documentary because i literally didn't care but i just i just wanted to find i thought i saw you guys talking on twitter before i think right you were communicating back and forth or no with who patrick byrne no i've never communicated oh okay i thought you guys got maybe it was somebody else was in like a debate with them but wasn't I me. Don't. I don't think so. I don't think I've, if, if I've tweeted at him, it was to call him out. On yeah. I, well, I think that's what it, maybe that's maybe what I, I don't remember. I mean, maybe remembering something. I mean, look, I, I have a photographic memory for facts, but I can't remember anything <laughs> I've ever done in my entire life. So you admit it, you have a photographic memory. Well, I mean, for facts, possibly yes. Even though sometimes I, think I get you're brain good. fog, you're pretty from close. Gut issues. So, uh, <laughs> but but I mean, yeah, I mean, but I can't remember anything I've ever done. Like if someone asked me, remember the time you done that? You did talk about this on the stream. I'm like, huh? When? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? So I, I did what? Uh, so that, I mean, I try. I I can't even tell you. Okay, I can tell you what I had for dinner because I had it about thirty minutes ago. But I can't even tell you what I had for breakfast without really thinking about it. So. Mm. But you are impressed. I'm always impressed, John, with your recall ability because I, after I do a show, my no, I forget, like, I don't forget it, but I'll, the majority of it I'll miss. I'll like remember 
a few key things, but you are able, that's why your shows are so good because you can identify all these people that are current and what they belong to in the past. I mean, that's a valuable asset to have. Well, I mean, we all have our strengths and weaknesses when it comes to uh, how we research and what we talk about and everything. And uh, I have to commend you for how much that you read, man. Like, you read more than I do. Like, there's not even like a con. Like, I, I listen to a lot of stuff. I really don't like reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer listening. I can absorb a lot of information quite quickly listening. Um, I don't, I really, I've read a lot. Don't get me wrong. I just can't. I can't do it how you do it where you just, and I'm not saying that you haven't quit reading books. You have, and I've quit reading books too, where I'm just like, I can't do this, but, but man, you knock them back, man, book <laughs> after book after book. And I, I so the, la- the other topic, I, that was a beautiful compliment. Thank you, John. But I, the other time, so I saw, I like went on your Twitter and you retweeted something about rumble and was rumble owned by, Dave Rubin or no, he owns something no, else, right? It's owned by, it's owned by, uh, the, the, that shell company that's owned by Truff, true social, the, uh, Trump acquisition corp. I mean, they, let me get the actual name for it, but, um, well, cause I saw, so like I, what I, I was, I never heard. I mean, that makes sense that it's a, just a CIA or whatever, yeah. like uh creation, your honeypot to bring it's you run up. by whatever true social, the corp it's run by, Damn. by, it's run by this the 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 corp that Trump. So here, Trump confirms partnership with Rumble CF. And if you look at the Scott the, the stock for the acquisition corp, it's called uh pulls up here CF Acquisition Corp. I don't remember exactly what the CF stands for. If you check when it when it got listed on stock market, all right. Yeah. If you would invested in it right then and there, it 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 went. I remember. Let me see if I let me. I could, it went crazy. It went like from it, eight bucks to like seventy five. It is, it it is yeah, insane. it's so insanely overvalued. Yeah. Okay, right. it's ridiculous. There had to have been some, had to have been some sort of alleged money launder going on to make it pump up like that because it, it didn't even have a working product. True Social, no. which isn't even that great, wasn't even exist at the time, and they hadn't even purchased Rumble yet. I mean, the purchase of Rumble, you know, only happened a few months ago. You know, so Rumble was very much like people always ask me, like, well, John, why don't you join Rumble? And I'm like, I'm not joining Trump's thing. What are you? I mean, like, I understand you. I, like, you could argue, why are you on YouTube? And I go, well, it's it's everybody's on YouTube and Twitter. It's just right. there, okay? Yeah. You know? And so, but I'm not going to willingly, you know, join Rumble. And besides, <laughs> you get kicked off anyway. If I went in there, they've already changed it. So that if anybody talks about Zionism or, right. you know, I would assume the CMP or if I went in there and was, you know, started talking about stuff that I talked about you, you know, yes. we, we get kicked off immediately. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. Libri, I did, I talked about, I did that show on Peter Till about the Hereticon and I got the couple decoupled off of the Libri blockchain because it just disappeared. No it just, I didn't way. get no, no notification or nothing. I had a friend who was watching it and they left and they had to refresh or whatever. And they came back and it was gone. And they told me, they're like, hey, where's, where's, where's your video? I said, where's my video? And I went back and it was in the like two or three days later, the CEO of Libri went on the Alex Jones show. All right. So look, I'm here to say as much as we already know, there is no safe platform out there that exists. There's no safe messaging app that exists. I don't even know if it's really, truly safe if me and you left our phones in a car and walked two miles in the middle of the field and started talking. Okay. Maybe it is. Maybe that's just me afraid of their technology is that advanced and it really isn't. I don't know. I have to call out, you know, that too. But I mean, it's just, it's just the world that we live in. So yes. I didn't mean to cut you off about rumble, but that's, that's, no, that was my, I it. just, I saw that you had something like that. It was, I thought, I didn't know it was owned by Tr- true social or Trump's company. That's like very ironic that uh, that's who owns it. But I, I, I just saw your comment and then there was someone about like Odyssey and I'm on Odyssey. I, I don't know. Are you on? You're on Odyssey too, right? Yeah. Libra. Yeah. That's what oh, I was okay. talking about. It's called the same thing. So they just, yeah. They, some people are forget that Odyssey and Libri are the, one of the same thing, but yeah, I'm on. I'm on there. I was just want because you know, like people championing like Rumble and things like, and just like you said, I just I'm thankful that I have a platform that I guess won't kick me off. But do I believe that I could say whatever I want? No, not even for like self censoring repercussions. I just don't believe that this will be allowed. Some you know, there's certain things that they just don't like. You just said how your show was taken off. I mean, off of a totally blockchain free. It was take it was take off of YouTube too. 
where I didn't even get a message that I got a strike or nothing. It was just gone. Wow. So I don't even know what that's about. All right. Since we're, ta- so- since we're talking blockchain, what is we've read the documents opinion on crypto? Uh, it's necessary evil like the uh, the dollar. Okay. Um, I'm invested in crypto. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's going to be led to, to probably the mark of the beast in some sort of fashion, <laughs> you know. But I mean, I, I had a friend tell me a long time ago. He held up a dollar to me, and this is before I invested in crypto or even thought about it. it was many years ago. And he was like, "Look at this dollar. You know how much blood? You know how much cocaine? You know, like how much pain has been through this dollar you hold in your wallet? You know." And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, you think twice about that? And I was like, no. And he was like, you think Bitcoin's the same way? And I was like, yeah. So, I mean, I look at crypto as a way that you can make money if you know what you're doing. You got to really study up and really analyze and really, you know, spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. And it's like trading anything, you know? I mean, most mm-hmm. traders, you lose your money. Right. You know? Um, I don't think that there's any crypto. I think there are probably some minor cryptocurrencies that are made that are just people like you and I that made a cryptocurrency that think yes. they're doing a good job. You right. Know? I think they're doing something, whether they're making a game or, uh, you know, they, there used to be this one coin I like called Poet where you could like register your works on the blockchain and they could be secure, you know, like if you publish a blog on WordPress, that it kind of disappeared, you know. Uh, so I do think that there are, you know, cryptocurrencies that the average, you know, person makes or a team of people make uh, that I think really try to, they think they're doing good. You know, mm. and so that I'm not going to hate on, you know, but obviously the major cryptocurrencies, I think Bitcoin was probably uh, incubated and made uh, through the help of the central intelligence. No, it was made by an anonymous and, person. And, dude. And DARPA and, and probably members of the PayPal mafia. I'm pretty sure Elon Musk or Peter Till had involved in the creation of Bitcoin. Uh, and then, you know, you have XRP is definitely the world order coin. I mean, heck, that might be the, the B system currency is XRP. You know, I've I seen, mean, what is why, why do you say that? I have seen the initials of that because I'm still heavily fu- uh, invested in it and funded it when it first came out okay. uh, back in uh, early 2010s. And um, it was very, very pushed a lot in QAnon. The QAnon operation on 4chan. I mean, they, they called themselves the XRP army. They were shilling XRP. They still to still shill it to this day. Um, and it's very much, I mean, they literally say it is the currency of the Nassar and Gassar. Like it will be the one world currency. That's what they say about XRP. You know, so I, I, I don't think they're lying about that. I mean, XRP is, that's what it's, it's supposed to replace Swift. It's supposed to, I mean, the problems with Russia and Swift, right? And now right. they're talking about XRP is going to pick up that load. You know, so what am I supposed to think? So if XRP, you know, they win their case with the SEC, which it looks like that's will end up happening, which will set a precedent for Libri to win their case with the SEC or settle, either settle fairly or um, win. And then XRP will be used by banking institutions around the world, likely, uh, as, you know, kind of like uh, the transfer currency of large payments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and cross-border payments, you know, and, 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 and so, I mean, Peter Till has another app called Reserve Rights, you know, they invested heavily in, and that could be uh, the social credit score token. Um, I, I really don't know. Damn, uh, I mean, dude. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I do think that the Mark of the Beast will be like some sort of uh, cryptocurrency type aspect. Um, and, you know, you know, so, I mean, if you want to invest in cryptocurrency, be very knowledgeable and aware of what you're doing. Uh, I would just don't, you know, start start throwing money in. You know, um, I mean, I could I could come on here and say, you know, I would think you probably want to put some money here. You probably want to put some money here. Yeah. Um, not financial advice. I'd say you probably want a dollar cost average probably in Ripple because uh, I, I put my money where the New World Order puts their money. Because right. where that's they good, put their that's money, a good rule now you have to get in and get out at the right time because they also could pull it because yeah. the New World Order puts their money in and pulls it. So, you know, Ripple, Reserve Rights. Um, Luna. No, I don't think Luna is backed really by the world order, but I think it will be a top 10. It is a top 10 coin, but I think it'll remain a top 10 coin. Um, I just just asked because I was, I've heard like different things about, and I have some crypto and I also have like some silver, but I I just wanted your take on on crypto because I don't know where I stand. I have like a pretty pretty like uh, have no opinion on a lot of things that some people are very passionate about. Like 
crypto. I mean, I think ultimately it's a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. But you can't, you can make some money on it. Right. Like making money in a stock market. Right. You know, mutual funds. Yeah. Trading commodities, trading currency, you know, and it could collapse at any time and you lose everything, you know, and who knows, you know, so um, I don't think it's ultimately a good thing though. Okay. I just was interesting, but I know you got to go. So I want to be prompt on time. Well, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Where do you, where do you, I mean, where do you, you say you don't really like, where do you fall on it? Like, I don't believe that. I think it's probably a money it started as like a money laundering. Just, uh, you know how they used to create the fake banks for the cocaine trafficking. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually they couldn't do that. So they needed a new way to funnel drug money. So an anonymous, just an anonymous, kind-hearted soul who hated the dollar. That's why he's fighting back the system, created uh, Bitcoin. He just wanted to help humanity, dude. That's what he wanted. Well, there's a there's a Twitter account out there that looks just at crypto called uh, NFTs are just a way for the CIA to launder money. I have to okay. find that account. Oh, uh, my God. So that, that account also <laughs> might be uh, the person talking to you right now, possibly. Uh, it might be their crypto account. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but, 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 you know, just someone that I use to monitor crypto or shill crypto projects that I'm invested in. Uh, but you know, I, I look, I, I look at it the same way you do where I, I'm pretty sure there's, I mean, a lot of people in the conspiracy movement, they're like, Russ Albrecht, he deserves to be free. You know, he didn't really do anything wrong with Silk Road and stuff like that. And I'm probably in the minority where I'm like, no, the dude was guilty of sin and they just had to find a scapegoat <laughs> for somebody and they just... They they said, pin on this dude. I mean, his mom was trying to get Alan Dershowitz to represent him. Okay, like she couldn't know that Alan Dershowitz is as scummy, scummy, scum as they come. Right. You know, and to think that Russ Holbrook and I know a lot of people like they they put him on a pedestal, man. They you know they, they and I, and I'm like he didn't know anything that was happening in Silk Road. He didn't know the drug. You know, which he would never really have a problem with the drug distribution per se, but he didn't know about the the, the assassin for hire. You know, he didn't know about the, the child pornography and the, the sex slavery that was being sold there, you know, mm-hmm. on Silk Road, the gun running, like really like he runs the opera, you know, he runs the site, but didn't know any of this stuff was going on. His hands right. were clean, you know. I mean, really, we're really supposed to really think that a yeah. libertine like Ru- Russ Albrecht, Albright, you know, I mean Albrecht. I, I don't I, I can't swallow that. Mm-hmm. Well, people die on that hill like you like they lot they that's their first tweet. You know, Ross Ulbrich did nothing wrong in their pin. I tweet. think he did. I really do. Yeah. I think he was just the fall guy. What do you you mean? Like he he was just the one they pinned it on the whole creation of it or whatever. Either because they wanted to move on to something else or he got too sloppy. Mm. Interesting. He did the same thing with Lawrence E. King and the Franklin scandal. That's absolutely, yeah, he, he it wouldn't be the first time they've done though. that to no. have a patsy. <laughs> no, no. But I, I mean, I mean, can you really believe that Ross, Ross Albrecht was, was running Silk Road, but just didn't, just didn't know, you know, like he had no idea. He had no, right. That, no, that, that doesn't fly in any way. There, there's no way. If he's this tech genius, that cre- he's going to go on his own site and see what people are uh, doing. Especially a site with the name Silk Road, right? right. You know? Like at the bare minimum, there was illicit drugs being trafficked. You know, where does how does illicit drugs get trafficked in the United States? Well, that would be primarily by the Central Intelligence Agency. So, you know, that's I a mean, great point, dude. That's even better point. Oh yeah. So just based off of that, like if you take away the murder for I hire and the child pornography, dude, and all that. I mean, so so him being like, I'm I'm for all drugs being legal, and it's like, well, okay, we were not even going to talk about this, you know. The Bible, you know, talks about, you know, don't do pharmacia, you know, right. obviously, because it'll set you up to, to you know, possibly de- demonic possession if you're not saved or demonic oppression if you are, you know, kind of communing with the spirit of Python, the spirit of divination when you're doing pharmacia, when you're smoking copious amount of pot or hitting DMT and seeing demons, which are pretty much the machine elves, you know. Yeah. So, you know, but, but, but just take that alone, you know. It's again, I guess I gotta do gotta go, but yeah. drugs is a very controversial, you know, it's a very, oh, it's a very controversial topic, but yes. it's also a very, I'm not for the war on drugs, but I'm not for people doing what they, they will with drug and every drug be legal and people just get high all the time. Okay. Because yeah. people don't have enough agency. They do not. You know, they don't. All yeah. right. And these are powerful. So, yeah. 
So you gotta kind of find you gotta find some. I don't know if it'll ever be found. Like most of the time when we're talking politics, we're just talking about, well, I dream in my head this is how it should be, you know, and we all know that's not gonna be that way, right? So you and I would probably, you know, would probably I mean, I would assume you look at drugs probably the same way I do. I would assume uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been through, I was addicted to yeah. it. So I agree. It should, if it's re readily accessible, boy, you don't want to see that world that you're going to live in. I mean, my dad used to say the same thing. I mean, my dad, you know, w w was recovering heroin addict, you know, and he was like, and I understand why all these people want all these drugs, you know, even marijuana or even alcohol, you know, he was like, you know, it'll lead you back into addiction or lead you to addiction. And a lot of people don't want to realize that gateway drugs really do exist. They, Once you start doing drugs, you're going to start doing exist. other drugs. They a hundred percent exist because I went through it. So, but I know you got to go, John. Okay. I love talking okay. to you. So where do you want to plug your stuff or? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you can find me. We've read the documents. You can find me. Uh, we've underscore red on Twitter. Um, uh, you can find me fixyourgut.com for all your gut health needs from a Christian perspective. Uh, thank you for having me on conspiracy or just a coincidence as always, Jack. It's been a pleasure, brother. Uh, you and I and Odd Man need to do another roundtable anytime next dude. week or I'd, something. We can get something it. together. I've uh, just, just been swamped this week, man. But um, I'm glad uh, that I was able to come on here. Anytime you want me on, man, uh, I, I should reach out to you too as well. Uh, if I, you know, need to fill in, uh, has to have some time. Uh, we got to take care of our cats, though. Cat Daddy. Yes, family. that's right. <laughs> John, thank you, guys. Thanks for watching. Yes, everybody. We'll talk soon, everybody. All right. Take care. All right, bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.